the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Petro Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well. The It's warming up. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a nice day here in the Valley of the Sun. Hopefully, wherever you are, uh, the that you're starting to defrost a little bit. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, sales are heating up. Uh, and again, I think a lot of people are starting to figure out here this is a there's a multiple problems there's there's so many different things if you focus in on just one you're missing it right uh, if you focus in on on inflate only inflation you're missing it if you're focusing in only on jobs you're missing it if you're focusing in on on the plumbing right the financial plumbing right you you don't have it all if you're focusing in on the wars that are going on I mean are we at war with Yemen uh, I mean, are, are we there yet? I mean, how, how many how many bombings constitute war? I, I, I don't know how many, but uh, it kind of feels that way, right? The, the, is that war expanding? I know Pakistan and Iran uh, were uh, lobbing bombs at each other. I think it has more to do with, with ISIS. Yeah, remember that? Remember ISIS? Yeah, you, it's... So the election, if you're, hey, I'm just worried about the election, you're not getting the whole picture. But that's why you tune in right here, because we'll give it to you, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And yeah, Jason, so many things to talk about. I, I'm just, you know, we got football playoffs, right? Uh, you, you got all that, you know, the craziness. Think about Bill Belichick. He he's he's no longer going to coach the Patriots. Nick Saban, he's not going to be the coach at Alabama. I mean, there's there's so so many things. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, what's he going to do? Who knows? Is uh, maybe the Harbaugh brothers, right? Jim Harbaugh wins the national championship at Michigan. I would have to say Baltimore, you know, his brother coaches the Baltimore Ravens. They got to be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, that'd be quite a family accomplishment. No, yeah, it's 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 a year where pretty much yeah, anything can and probably will happen. And uh, yeah, when, I, when it comes to sports, Joe, I uh, just flip a coin. I, I think any of those teams that's. Uh, it's called mediocrity, as far as far as right. I'm concerned. They don't have any great teams anymore, do they? I mean, the Patriots uh, knew how to rig well, the game. Maybe, maybe but not. Other than that, there was no great not. teams. Yeah, we bombed so, uh, Yemen again. I mean, do we have to declare anything, or or I, I don't know how it works. I guess. Hey, if, if you're if you're just bombing them here and there, then you don't have to declare. Or I I don't know. I think those uh, constitutional rules here in this country and in other countries' constitutional rules, I, I, I think they just found all kinds of ways to maneuver around and give themselves excuses. Yeah, it's all right. It's legal because uh, 
it's not the way it used to be in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. It's, it's just a different world. So uh, we don't have to declare I'm, war. We, we bomb I'm, our enemies. That's just what we do. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm going to say this. Um, I may have a really interesting take because things may be taking a turn. And you can decide whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But apparently... Uh, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, and Chucky Schumer. Uh, There is a little meeting at the White House yesterday saying, okay, you know, let's face it, uh, no no budget, no nothing, nobody can agree. Uh, Of course, the one thing I tell you is, here's the only thing they both agree on, the D's and the R's. Let's spend money. That's what they agree, right? They're they're haggling over... uh, how much more money should we spend? Maybe we'll spend a little less uh, th- than we originally planned, but that's a lie as well because it appears that there may be a deal back on the table to fund not only Ukraine, to fund Israel, to fund Taiwan. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, to, to fund all the pet projects that we need to fund. And at the same time, uh, we'll, we'll throw some border stuff at you. Uh, Jason, when you look at this, already we have a spending problem. The debts are enormous. This will be, I hate to say it, but, but it, it will be inflationary. because We're talking hundreds of billions of dollars and even more spending on top of the spending that they can't even agree to. Yeah, well, yesterday we talked about those two facilities the Fed's going to shut down in late March. So uh, I don't get the feeling that's that's when the uh, spend, spend, spend is going to be okay again, and that's probably when these wars get worse, Joe. That's that's a great, uh, you know, that, that's a really great uh, look into the future because that, that would seem likely, wouldn't it? Right, because uh, yesterday we talked about, listen, you've got to be really careful here. And, I, and I'm, I'm serious. The plumbing of the financial system is not good. We had another terrible auction yesterday. 20-year auction is terrible. The banks don't want to keep more capital. Why? Well, because they don't have more capital to keep. I mean, it's pretty simple. And to Jason's point, you know, right now they're, they're... there doesn't look like there's going to be a budget agreement, but they've agreed. If not, we'll we'll put it. We'll push that into March. So it sure looks like they're setting up March uh, to be a really big uh, spend, 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 and let's do a bunch of other stuff on the side that you don't know about type of a thing. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Uh, a quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down, not, not a lot, uh, but d- down thirty. Uh, the S and P and the Nasdaq are, are higher right now. The ten-year note is higher. Four one three. Again, these auctions are starting to have an effect here. Uh, not only, you know, they're, they're worried about, well, when is the next rate cut coming? 
The, the bottom line is the amount of debt just doesn't end. And remember, we're about, what, 11 days away from the Treasury needing more money in the checkbook. Uh, we're, we're anticipating somewhere between, you know, somewhere in the ballpark of 100, 125 billion more dollars uh, that's going to be need to be sold. Uh, we've been talking about uh, all this stuff that looks like is going to be happening in March. We got higher crude prices, higher gold prices, higher silver prices. Uh, I think 2024, you know, 2022. It was a bad year, and it was a bad year the whole year. 2023, pretty good, and, and I'm talking debt market-wise, pretty good year for the debt markets. Right? And, and, and while we were waiting for that shoe to fall, for that shoe to drop, I think 2024 is going to be a year of, a, of extreme volatility i think we're going to get at least one if i i would say this i put the over under on fed operations this is and i'm not talking about lowering interest rates but things like uh ending quantitative tightening uh ending the bank loaning program uh having to restart quantitative easing having to uh recreate uh, the bond market program after the the, the te- Trump uh, temper tantrum that they had, the taper tantrum that they had, or or another facility uh, to bail out these banks. I, I'm going to say I think there's going to be at least three of those, at least in 2024. I think it's going to be a year of extreme volatility, uh, and this is why you know what we we really really like our friends over at Y-Refi because you can get up to 10.25% fixed rates of return not correlated to Wall Street. Right? That, that, that's the beauty of it all. Uh, you can take, uh, maybe maybe you've got uh, an IRA. Right? And you know, you know what? Maybe, maybe you got a million dollars. I don't know. Maybe you got a hundred grand. You got to have at least 50,000. And you may want to take some of it. I'm not saying take the whole thing, but take some of it and say, you know what? I'm going to sit the volatility out because I, I I don't know. You know, thirty-seven thousand on the Dow seems expensive right now. It just does, right? Forty-seven hundred on the S and P seems expensive. It may go higher, baby. I, I you know can. But it's going to be rough going here, and I actually think we're we're in a a period here, like I said, the amount of debt we need to grow, it's nuts. I mean, think about, we're, we're talking about a budget deficit of what? Somewhere in the neighborhood of $2.5 trillion? trillion. And that's, you know, that, then that's if nothing bad happens. And the Fed is saying, you know what they're predicting? GDP this year? 1%. I, we, wait a minute. We're going to go two and a half trillion dollars in, in the debt, and, and we, we can't even get two percent GDP growth. I mean, that's how bad uh, the situation really is. Check them out. Invest com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E F Y dot com, or call them at eight eight eight. 
Why refi 24? And Jason, you know, yesterday we talked about Nikki Leaks, right? He's the Wall Street Journal guy. The Fed likes to leak information to saying, get ready for the wind down of quantitative tightening. Of course, that makes sense because the repo, reverse repo money's running out. Uh, then, Then yesterday, somehow now, all of a sudden, hey, uh, we're all buddies here. Uh, let's figure out a way to spend a couple hundred billion more dollars. Uh, and, and, and we're kind of really angling in on this March date. I mean, we're less than 60 days away. That's not a lot of time. Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to get a budget deal. What, what, I've been, what I've read says... They've already got something set up that they'll kick the can to March. That's when the bank bailout facility is supposed to end. That That's when it, March also looks like when the reverse repo is going to be out of money. According to Nikki Leaks, March is also going to be when the Fed uh, announces and, and starts its wind down uh, of quantitative tightening and Jason, you brought it up. Is March going to be the month where all of a sudden, uh, in leading up to March, we get an uptick in, in in war? So that that gives them cover to spend all this money. I think uh, anything financially that starts to go bump in the night is is going to have plenty of smokescreen cover to point fingers at various places that, that you mentioned in the first segment. Anything from sports all the way to uh, geopolitical wars going on. Uh, yeah, that March looks like uh, maybe where the, the financiers of the world are like, okay, here's where, it's, here's where there's going to be a huge bump. It's coming. Let's, uh, let's, let's get our fingers armed and ready to point because <laughs> it's going to happen. And uh, there's so many things, Joe. There's so many things to blame. And, yeah, you're right. More bank closures. I see at least as many as we had last year. Most likely what happens is the first year you have these bank closures starting to come up. It goes up, up for a couple of years before it comes back down. So we should have, and I don't know if it'll be as major as Silicon Valley Bank. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that the couple of banks that closed uh, early last year uh, were bigger than most of the banks that closed in 2008. You know, people got to remember that that was, you know, maybe inflation uh, adjusted. It wasn't quite as big, but it was dollar for dollar was bigger. That's going to increase, Joe. Maybe it's smaller banks than Silicon Valley Bank, but I think the number of them is its coming, Joe. It's definitely coming. I think we're going to see a gobbling up of institutions as well, uh, kind of a, a cover. Uh, they, uh, we, we said they got bought out uh, instead of saying uh, that we closed them, right? I think we're going to see uh, a lot of that as well. And, you know, just looking at yesterday's auction, right? the 20-year auction, the lowest bid to cover since March of 2023. So, again, with these lower rates, less people want to buy it, right? That kind of makes sense, right? Hey, I don't want to lock in for, for 20 years at this low of a rate. The internals were even worse than that. By the way, another one of these big tails, as I told you, big tails are bad. Uh, indirects took 62 percent uh that sounds like a lot it's not that's uh, that's uh they are used to taking 
two-thirds to 75% of these types of auctions. That was the lowest going back to 2021. That's where you want the money to go, what they call indirects. Because right? that's, hey, that's not uh, the bank. That, that's true probably people not associated with with banks buying uh treasuries that that's that's a a healthy sign so the fact that they're, they're not buying is is not good directs uh about the average right that's uh about 20 percent uh that that and again that that's normal and then of course the dealers right that's the banks uh they had to take the largest share of this 20-year auction, again, going back uh, to November of, of 2021. Uh, and, and this is weekly. This is occurring weekly. Uh, this, this, again, is going to be putting pressure on that reverse repo market. It just shows you this is the plumbing that we keep talking about, right? It, it's not totally clogged up. Right, it's not totally clogged up, but it's draining slow. Right, it's not flowing the way it needs to be. And this is Jason, the, the U.S. Treasury market, the most liquid market in the world, as they like to say, looking not so liquid right now. Where would it be without that bank term funding program that we talked about yesterday, buying up stuff that ain't being bought, which ends in March? You know, it's funny. It's ending in March, and uh, you said March 11th. If that's true, that's that's right after Super Tuesday when two-thirds of the votes uh, for primaries are done. There's just so much swirling around March, Joe, so much. It, it, it really is an interesting thing that, that we'll see what happens. Um, here's the problem. Once the, reverse, re, once the repo's out of money, then these dealers have a problem. No wonder why. You know, yesterday we talked about why are all the major banks – freaking out that the fed wants them to have more money i mean they all reported or no they were great but outside of uh, outside of city group they all made money now most of it was by keeping money at the fed but they all made money you know and and and, and billions of dollars and they had to pay the the big banks had to pay nine billion dollars to the fdic to make up for Silicon Valley, right? And of course, you know, a piece of it on anyway. And they still made some money. What's the problem? Well, I think the answer was in that auction. Here's the problem. And you got to understand, this isn't like, well, we had to buy a billion dollars worth. These auctions are huge. 40, 50, 60, 100 billion dollars. Think about the auction that's coming at the end of the month. It's going to be over 100 billion dollars. And the banks are like, listen, we can't take 20% of 100 billion dollars because the big banks, they're the ones that run the auctions. And now you what you're telling us we got to have more money set aside? Jason, I, the math just doesn't work. I think this... What the big banks are trying to tell the Fed, and this is, again, you got to question how smart these guys really are. Because remember, go back to 2019, the temper tantrum. 
uh, Mark Cabana, B of A, was in May saying, what are you guys doing? Right? And by September, the whole thing had fallen apart. I think this is kind of a replay. Hey, dummies, if you really make us do this, uh, this whole thing's going to fall apart really fast. Once again, there's so many factors involved in decision-making, right, Joe? Imagine March 5th, that's Super Tuesday. Let's say Trump secures the Republican nomination. He just blows everybody out. Then the bank term funding program ends, and the reverse repo immediately empties. And the Fed comes out and it's like, well, we're not lowering interest rates. The inflation's back. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, they all just yeah. pointed politics. They pointed all the politics. And on top of that, uh, Congress miraculously got together and, <laughs> and spent another couple hundred billion dollars that we don't have. Right? I mean, all of it together. Government shut down in March, right? Same time. They sure are pushing it to March, aren't they? <laughs> it's eight hundred. You got two. Nine, you got two five, months to buy one. gold. You got two months to buy right, gold. Two right? Months, two months. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. When we get back, uh, we had jobs data out today. Uh, it didn't say rate cuts. Uh, matter a number. Wow, we, a number rarely seen. We'll talk about that. And then Donald Trump saying, "Hey, you want to do a digital currency? Not on my watch." Uh oh. Is the line being drawn? I mean, I, I don't know if he would stick to it or not, uh, but he says, nope, I'm not going to. Now, here's the problem. It already exists, uh, at least on the wholesale side. Uh, but I don't know. Does that mean everybody's going to try to reelect Joe Biden again? Uh, maybe, right? We'll be back right after this. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It is Thursday, so we got first time jobless claims. I figured this number would be uh, uh, weird. Uh, I guess I don't have. I'm not smart. Enough. I don't have the vocabulary uh, to to come up with the right uh, word. But we knew that retailers really didn't hire like they had in the past. And my guess is the seasonal adjustments are a little off. But let's not get carried away. It's not like, you know, it's totally inaccurate here. It was the second lowest number on record for first-time jobless claims. 187,000. That is the second lowest number Outside of May 1969. Okay? So, I want understand this. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, it is what it is. But according to the government, everybody's working. This, with a, a, a number like this... 187. Right? Isn't that the code 187 right, for murder? Uh, the, all the cops out there, I think it is. That's right. Right? Yes, right? Well, uh, I don't know why that popped in my head, but you would think the Fed would be like, man, we got to raise rates some more. Well, I mean, look at this. Man, the job market, the job market's overheated. Oh, my gosh. And, and 
GDP growth, it's going to be 4%. I mean, holy, now this, this would say inflation is screaming, right? All of these things. I don't know that it says any of that. But that's what the number says. The lowest number, second lowest number ever, going all the way back to March of 1969. And I think this is why everybody's so confused. Listen, gold's up a dozen today. And I'll grant it, they hit it yesterday. Gold shouldn't be up today, right? Right. The the ten year note is up, right? Well, now you know why the ten year note's even higher. Uh, it's probably, it probably has more to do with the crappy auctions than this number. But again, if you just look at one little piece or one little sliver, you're missing the big picture, and and the big picture says we've got a debt problem, and. We've got a debt problem at the same time they're trying not they're, they're trying to shrink the money supply. See those two those two fundamental things don't work. If debts are rising, the money supply needs to rise with it because if it doesn't, eventually, the financial institutions run out of money. That's kind of what we're talking about here. It's going to happen. But we, we just don't know the exact day. And people have to, well, how can you be so sure? You know, you, come on, double. The dollar's been around forever, right? Oh, my gosh, we're the superpower of the world. That's brand new. It's brand new. I know that's what we're used to. But so were the Romans. So were the Greeks. Right? So were, heck, even for a while, Portugal, Spain, England. Right? They all said the same thing. If you really ask a banker who knows what he's talking about, they will all tell you fiat money goes to zero. Always has, always will. Not 90% of the time, not 80% of the time. Heck, not 99% of the time. No, no. 100% of the time. And it's getting ready to happen here. Donald Trump knows it. Now, he came out today, and, and I'm sure this is uh, something where he realizes his base wants to hear He said that he's never going to allow a central bank digital currency because it gives the government absolute control over your money. That's what we've been telling you all along. That's what they want. See, they think that's the problem. Because you got to understand, who do they hate? Who, Who does Jay Powell hate? Who does the Federal Reserve hate? Who do the banks hate? People that put money in their bank and don't touch it. Why would a bank ever kick out a customer? Why are banks right now kicking out? Well, you know what? You've had this account for years, and you've never touched it. You don't write checks on it. You know, It just sits there. You need to leave our bank. Oh, yeah. People don't know. That happens. That happens a lot. Because they can't make any money on you. The Fed hates you. 
Why do you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in your bank account? Right? You're supposed to spend it. Right? We had interest rates at zero for 15 years. Everybody should have nobody in their bank account. They know with the digital currency, they can make that happen. Because now they can have, they can have a 10-year note at 5%. And have your bank account be negative 1% if they want to. Right? They, they can say, hey, you have to spend X amount of dollars. Think about it, because everyone's on, no, think about the percentage of the population that gets money from the government. They can make sure you don't save any of that money. You got to spend all of this money. Right? This money's only good, right? They can have money with expiration dates on it. Trump, this would be a dangerous threat to freedom. I will stop it from coming to America. We are going to put in place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debate you for your political beliefs. Now, that could be too. Right? We see, you know, look at Canada, right? What did they do to people that uh, were giving money, you know, to the truckers that were striking, right? They, they can try to debank you. Uh, but, Jason, it really is, it sounds good. I'll be honest, I want to believe uh, that Joe Biden and Donald Trump and anybody else running for president uh, will say the same thing. But here's the problem. The actions say otherwise, doesn't it? Uh, They've done nothing. These banks, this digital currency already exists. They're using it. FedNow is in use as we speak, Jason. Yeah, well, uh, where was this tough talk about the Fed uh, in his first term? We'll see. Maybe he's learned a lesson. Picture Radio News Hour. <laughs> We're coming right we'll back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, if that is true, if let's just say Donald Trump gets the nomination, he becomes uh, president once again, and he blocks the digital currency. That's going to be a tough place for America because it's going to get ugly. I mean, we they created the boom and bust. I didn't create it. I didn't create it. Jason didn't create it. You don't spend this type of... It's ridiculousness. Two and a half trillion dollars on, on good times, Right? This is a good time. You don't spend and create this kind of money, what they did in COVID, and not pay a price for that. I know it's all wishful thinking and, oh, soft landings, and that's that's all nonsense. If you really look at what the banks really are saying, and I'm not talking about, listen, you don't hear this on CNBC. The boo- Jim Cramer, booyah! Right? He ain't talking about it. It's just not there. 
and I don't know what the answer would be without it. So it's going to be because I think that's how bad it's going to be because that's the that's how it happens. Think about when Europe went to the Euro. How do you think they got all those countries to agree to get rid of, get rid of their own printing presses? It was simple. They got to the point where they do. Gosh, if we don't, right? It's going to be economic ruin. And they all gave up sovereignty for it. I think the same thing's going to happen here. And I'm hoping after it's over, we realize who the real enemy is. And that was the central bank. It shouldn't be here. Our founding fathers knew that. They warned us this would happen. And that's exactly what's playing out today. Uh, we've had great response this week. Uh, we saw the record amount of $5 Indians the other day. Yesterday, uh, we ran $10 Liberties. I, I actually thought we're going to be done. We're going to be done today. Uh, got a call this morning. I've got some more. We're going to do it again. Gold's up uh, 12 bucks here. 2018 right now. $10 Liberties. We're going to do the same deal as yesterday. One through nine at a thousand ninety-five. Ten or more at a thousand and ninety. Twenty or more thousand eighty-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two on the silver side. Uh, rolls of silver quarters down to a hundred and ninety dollars a roll by twenty-five rolls or more. One hundred and eighty-five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and it's going to be. Uh, I think, Jason, like we said, sixty days from now, it's going to be very interesting what it is that we're talking about sixty days from now. Are we still talking about government shutdowns? Are we going to have some huge, massive spending deal? Is the banking funding uh, that's supposed to come to an end, what's going to happen there? Is the reverse repo out of money? Does quantitative tightening come to an end? Do the feds lower interest rates? I mean, all of these are on the table in the next sixty days. Yeah, and uh, the Fed will always say what they, what they always say, which is, well, we're going to look at the data before we make a decision. So I, I guess depending on the, the inflation and if it comes back, which I think the inflation may stay kind of where it's at for a while, they will lower the rates. But, man, I just the stuff that's going to happen. You, know, you, you talked about Trump the last time. I mean, he, he's already trying to give himself an excuse, which it's, you know, you know what? it's a good excuse because presidents don't make these these economic decisions as somebody else does but he's like i don't want to i don't want it to happen but i don't want to be the next herbert hoover you hear those, those you hear those comments he made because he because trump's looking at the economic mess that's coming he knows well i might get elected here and things just might go down the toilet and i don't want to be blamed for that so don't don't make me the next herbert hoover so he's already trying to cover tracks that he doesn't want leading to him which you know that, that the tough talk about the digital currency and things maybe he's uh, giving himself some leverage to I guess convince the Fed to start spending, right? Print, print, print. You know, that's what he did. He really wanted the Fed to lower rates down to zero as quickly as possible, 2018 and 2019. And then, uh, I guess, fortunately or unfortunately for him, COVID showed up his last year. So, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's uh, interesting what's going to happen. I I don't know. 
And again, uh, you look at the jobs claims today. God, that's such a great number. I wanted to say something about that. Such a great number. The jobless claims, Joe, that number tells me one thing, that you can't make a jobless claim when you lose one of your three part-time jobs. That's what what it's been saying. That's what that number's been saying for a year and a half, two years. You can't get a jobless claim when you lose one of your three part-time jobs. How can you have a number like that? Yet the economy's slowing, right? We know bankruptcies are on the rise, mispayments are on the rise, debt is maxed out. I mean, it, it really, truly, uh, it leaves you scratching your head because you, you're trying to figure out uh, what's going to happen and lay off. An, I mean, Google just laid off a bunch of people. Their CEO came out and said, hey, we're laying off a bunch more people. I, I don't know. Uh, all of this is 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 something where there's there's a this storm is coming this convergence is coming um for every one piece of good news it just feels like there's four pieces of bad that goes with it it, it it's hard to see this ending well let's just leave it at that 800 and all of this it's the plumbing of the financial system that's going to matter the most. That's that's just the bottom line. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up on this Thursday. $10 Liberties. This is it. Today will be the last day for $10 Liberties. One through nine. A thousand ninety-five, ten or more. A thousand ninety, twenty or more. A thousand eighty-five uh, rolls of U.S. silver quarters pre nineteen sixty-five silver quarters, forty silver quarters. You know, you think about digital currencies and barter and what have you. This is a great coin to have. $190 per roll. If you buy 25 rolls or more, $185 at 800 And, and Jason, we're, we're less than 80 days away from $35 trillion. This is how fast we, we, we add debt to the U.S., Right, we're in the next ninety days, eighty days. The debt will be thirty-five trillion, and and at the end of the year, you know, here's the sad part. We already know it's going to be thirty-six, right? And now, and and we hope, right, Jason? We're just hoping it doesn't get to thirty-seven uh, before twenty twenty-five, right? But that'll be right, whoever, you know. Can you imagine? The, the next president inauguration day and we're talking okay that's now 37 trillion and oh by the way next january uh we're gonna roll over 40 yeah you know 37 uh th- this this year that could that could be short joe that could easily be short it's all about the uh how, if it speeds up because it could easily speed up joe once again this is 2024 i think I think you got to think a little bigger, and that means just worse, doesn't it? If it goes the way I think, it could be much worse. Much. Worse. I don't want to go there. I, I don't. I want. I want. I want to. You know what? I want to hang in there. Right? Somehow, some way. I just don't know how. There's a lot of convergence. The Fed. Listen. 
They've been lying to us since before the financial crisis. We're go, go back to Alan Greenspan. We're going to pay the debt off by 2010. That was a lie. He knew that wasn't going to happen. Right? And they've been lying to us ever since. But since the financial crisis, right? let me ask you, how in the world could any of us be confident when the Fed has this facility that the banks are hitting for billions of dollars every single week because they actually don't have the money to pay for all the withdrawals you're making? Because that's what's happening. And they, they have these debt, all these debt instruments that they bought. The problem is if they sell them, they lose more money. And yet somehow we got to pretend everything's wonderful. I don't know. I think that's a fool's game. That, that's just me, though. Right? What, somehow, miraculously, Jason, these problems just go away? Right? They just go away? I mean, you, you, you wet the bed. How much newspaper can you put down before your parents realize, wait a minute, what happened to all the newspaper? And then they see it on your bed. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's going to happen, Jason. No, and it just takes a little bit of war, and that's how you can get the bigger debts I'm talking about and, and the worst things that can elevate and speed up, Joe. So they've got it all in place. They can pull multiple triggers so, so that you point the finger away from the Fed and the financiers that put us here, Joe. War drums may be beating. It's a radio news hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.